0: Hey friends, I wanna take us real quick through a part of John chapter 14 when Jesus introduces the Holy Spirit to his disciples. Telling his disciples, I'm getting ready to go, but don't worry, I'm gonna send a helper. And I like that he calls him the helper because that's the role of the Holy Spirit, that God does not want us to do this relationship with him or for him without him. He doesn't want us to just go it alone and show how Christian we are. He wants us to be completely reliant upon him. So the Holy Spirit is the helper. He's the helper. He helps. He encourages. He convicts. Uh, he help, He gives us power. He moves uh, in us so that we can do the things that God calls us to do. And so he comes to help us, and he's in us when we surrender to Jesus. But as Jesus continues to, to teach this, he starts in verse 18. He says, I will, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. See, there would be a point where Jesus would die on a cross. And then he he resurrected and he showed himself not to everyone in the world, but he showed himself to disciples. He said, so the world won't see me, but you will see me. But that last phrase that he makes, because I live, you also will live. That word live, friends, it's not just to breathe and to exist. It's actually in the original language, it's this idea of living life in a manner worthy of the name life. I mean, it means this, to, to enjoy real life. See, Jesus told us, he told his disciples, which then we can apply to us, that I've come that you would have life and life to the full, this life abundant. And so as I was looking at this this morning, I started thinking, okay, so am I living this life that is known as abundant, this this kind of life that is worthy of the name of life? And I prayed that I was, I pray that I am But then I started thinking, okay, so what's the key to it, though? Like, how can I live this life worthy of the name life? And I think it's this. Because right after this, starting in chapter 15, verse 1, Jesus starts to introduce this topic of abide. And if you've been part of Purpose Claremont for any time, I've been talking about abide the last at least three, four years, as God has been giving me that word for the last three or four years. The necessity for us to abide in Jesus, but what does that mean? Well, the word abide means this: it means to stay or remain or abide. You said, "Go, I already know that. I know, but but it also means this: wait for, remain in a place or state, and expect something in future. So it's this constant. It's this idea of constant. It's being with Jesus on this constant level, not. Hey, I'm going to do a little bit here, and then I'm going to go off, or I'm going to—I'll spend time with Jesus for a season, and I got to do my thing. He's saying, I want you to be completely involved in me, all day, every day, to remain. Don't go far. This constant relationship with me, where we're actually relying upon God for everything. Well, why, why do we need that? Because in John chapter 15, verse five, Jesus says, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. So if you wanna grow in your relationship with Christ, you wanna grow in what the fruit of the spirit is, that love, joy, peace, patience, he goes through that list. If you wanna grow in those types of things, then we need to abide in Jesus. He also makes mentions that those who abide are those who that will obey his commandments. But as he continues through in verse 5, he says, uh, He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. That's what we can offer, nothing. And so a lot of people look at that and say, okay, this is actually um, disheartening. Friends, this should be unbelievably encouraging. Knowing that we can't do anything without Jesus but that we're invited to abide, it should blow us away because the the one who's invited us, the value of Jesus beyond worth, beyond value, beyond words or expressions that we can actually tell or say about him and how great he is, guys, he's worthy of everything. This God of the universe invites us to abide, to remain, to stay close, to rely completely on him in order that we can bear much fruit, that we might experience life the way that God wants us to experience. It doesn't mean that everything that I've ever wanted in life, I get. It means that everything that God desires for me, I will, I'll get, or I'll go through, whether good or bad, but it's all for His good in my life and for His glory in the world. So we got to make sure that we define life correctly. It's His concept of life. It's His definition of life, not ours. And that we would experience everything that he wants us to experience that's for his good in our life and for his glory in the world. Guys, that's what stood out to me, and my prayer is that we all would abide. We'd spend time with Jesus on a regular basis in the Word, in prayer, in fellowship with other believers, that we're part of home church, we're part of deed groups, we're growing in our relationship with Jesus, and we're serving our communities, and we're reaching people that don't know Jesus. In order that we could experience this life, absolutely, that's one aspect. But ultimately, under like over all of that is this idea, I want to make much of Jesus because He's worthy of it. And And as I do, and as we do, that we get to experience the life that he came for. Friends, love you more than you know. Hope you have a great rest of your day.